welcome to Vans of the Forge, Knife or Death wrap-up for Season 2, Episode 8, The $20,000 Dead Run. Woo! Yeah, finale. finale. All right. So as they were going through the introductions of the guys, we've seen all the people. But something that I didn't really think about until they said it was, some of them will be facing different obstacles in this Um. knife fight because they've been changing the obstacles each episode. Not everybody has seen everything. So that's interesting. That is interesting. I don't think it was as much of a variation in season one. Like between, There was some difference out in the mm-hmm. obstacles, but I don't think it was that big. And then even the ones that they have seen have been changed a bit. Everything's been ratcheted up, which makes sense for the finale. So the first obstacle was Trifecta, where they had a two by four, a very thick piece of bamboo, mm-hmm. and a rope. Box cutter was two boxes that were larger. Decapitator became a sudden death obstacle. So, you know, third obstacle is now sudden death. Uh oh. Yeah, except not uh oh, because it was so stupid. <laughs> Those ridiculous. They what? still have the three things. What? And you only have to get through one rules. of them. Yes, you only have to get through one of them. And you get to pick whichever one you oh, want. You get to pick it. And, by the way. And one of the options is celery. Giant celery. <laughs> There's no way you could screw that up. I mean, you could. But listen, you're not screwing that one up. And then the other one was pineapple. So if you screw another, up the celery, you get another tall object you, to slice That's the through. thing. You don't get another chance, though. If you can't chop through it, it's sudden death. You're out. No, you no, get no, no, three no. chances. So you slice completely through one of the three targets with one swing. The order doesn't matter. You go through the celery or the pineapple or the onions. You may move on after completing one target. Uh, Only but, if you miss all three yeah. does your time on knife So you can end. screw oh, up. Oh, jeez. You can screw up two of That's them. That's even worse. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then we do have a kind of new one. That's called Thrice Pick, which was a combination combination of Ice Pick and Thrice. And the reason that was called that is because they took one of the, the three, the three from Thrice, and just brought the bigger the ice big from Ice Pick over. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to chop all the way through two ice blocks, and then a third to get to the center and release the fluid. So the two ice blocks were just regular ice blocks, and then one of them had center in the fluid. Must go through all the way through each order. Doesn't matter. Then Lifeline is still sudden death. Um, there's two chickens tied together, two fish, and then one rope, because the rope is hard. You're not going to do two ropes. No, that's possible, given the way you have to swing at the rope to, could they do two ropes in one swing? No. I don't see that ending very well for anyone. No. Um, so it's sudden death, must cut through each with a single swing. And then kill shot is the six ratchet straps that are kind of all in a web, Mm-hmm. But they only have two swings instead of three. Yeah, well, that's tough. That, they just ratcheted up the uh, difficulty there. Yeah, more like cranked it. Get it? <laughs> All right, um, you do the first contestant. Sure. So first up from episode five, we had Earl Culver, who was a martial arts instructor, Marine Corps veteran, and bladesmith. He was planning to do better than his first time through Knife Fight, where he had five penalties, which is not really that bad. No. Um, he brought a, gl- uh, a great blade and a can-do attitude. <laughs> he, 
He also mentioned his Marine Corps motto was to improvise, adapt, and overcome, which works perfect for this course. He had his custom 16-inch blade, which was designed for chopping, though it did have a small handle. (coughs) For trifecta, he did not see this on his first time through knife fight, and he made this through made it through all the targets and only had one strike to get through the rope. So that was a good sharp yeah. blade. For box cutter, he also did not compete in box cutter on his first time through knife fight. And he did great getting through the first box. Took some time watching the second box spin before uh, after hitting it too hard and he got his blade stuck, but eventually finished. For decapitator, he went for the celery. Oh, you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> and was right through after cutting those celery to thrice pick. Uh, it was one chop through each of the small ones and then three to get to the larger one to get to that liquid. For lifeline, easily cuts the chicken and the fish and was stopped at the rope. That bastard of a rope. Yeah. Which, now that I think about it, I think they mentioned the rope may have been thicker than the normal rope that they had on there before. Mm. I don't know if it was much thicker, but I'm pretty sure it was a little bit. Um, And he had picked up a bend in his blade from the boxes, and that may have caused him to not get through that rope. Affected the way he was swinging. Right. So moving on, we have Joel Rice from episode six. He's a security officer, campus supervisor, and martial artist. So his plan for the ratchet straps is to take his time, make sure to make concise cuts. The goal is to go through knife fight with no penalties. So he brought a modified Kembentuli. Strength is it's designed for chopping. Weakness is that it's a short blade with only 13 inches long. So for trifecta, he completed 24 seconds through his first time. And this time, he made it through all targets. For box cutter, he had great footwork. <laughs> He incurred a minor injury to his finger. He smashed his knuckle on the second box, so they stopped for a minute. He put a Band-Aid on it. But his knuckle looked pretty swollen. Like It looked, yeah. looked kind of gnarly. And uh, Bill Goldberg was like, I don't know if that's going to affect him going forward. <laughs> so then he gets like a de- decapitator. It goes for the celery, moves right through. Oh, well, what do you know? Hey. Uh, thrice pick, one chop through each of the small ones. Five to get through the larger one with the liquid. Right, which just due to the smaller blade, it yeah. just is that much more effort to cut through. And uh, I think Goldberg's like, oh, it looks like that injury didn't affect him there. <laughs> no kidding. And Lifeline, he gets through the chicken and the fish, but is stopped at the rope. Goldberg says, right through, except not. Mm. Did not go right there. Come on, Goldberg. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> are you watching the same show we are? There was one, I forget who it was. He said, like, something like, oh, no, or no, or uh, but it was like, a, but it, oh, yeah. he went through. I was like, he just said no. What do you mean no? It went, <laughs> he made it. Um, so the next one through was Eric Hardeman, episode three. Um, he's six foot six with a sword fighting attorney. Um, his blade took a bit of a set on the PVC pipe the first time through. Um, he's maintaining the strategy, strategy to use one edge for soft targets and the other edge for hard targets. And he did not compete in knife, or he did not complete knife fight last time. So he was one of the contestants here who 
didn't get all the way right. through. He got stopped on fight. the ratchet straps, if I remember correctly. Um, because when he took his second swing, he accidentally mixed right. the third set. Oh. And so even though he like he, he kept going it. and he, he got to the stump, he could have completed. But Travis yeah. is like, oh no, we had to stop you here. Even That's though, right. yeah. Um, and of all the contestants, he had the fastest time through Dead Run. Hmm. So he brought a medieval longsword, which had a 36-inch blade. The strength was designed for chopping and slashing. Weakness is that it has a slower blade speed. Through trifecta, he made it through all the targets, two swings on the rope. Box cutter, the blade keeps getting stuck in the boxes. Um, decapitator, surprise, surprise, goes for the celery and goes right through. You need to break out some peanut butter for that. <laughs> mm. Thrice pick, um, five strikes to get through the larger one with the liquid. And then he went to the smaller ones with three and four strikes each. Lifeline got all the way through. Wow, very nice. Through and that rope. stopped on kill shot again. Five out of six ratchet straps. Pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then we move on to Tom Lombard, who won episode four. He's a chemical operator and bladesmith, and uh, he was using that badass blade made by FS Blades, Frankie Sausto, who was a Fortune Fire competitor. And uh, he came in, and he only incurred one penalty through his knife fight run on his first appearance, which was on Cauliflower. Right. He says he's never eating it again yeah. after that. I don't blame him. And he goes, it's nice to be a champion, but it would really be nice to be a grand champion. He brought his big-ass buoy, that large chopper with a 16-inch blade that was designed <laughs> for slashing, but its weakness was that it had burrs, which could make it difficult for slicing. For trifecta, easily made it through all the targets with only two swings on that rope. For box cutter... The blade kept getting stuck in the boxes. Like, it was really thin, I think, was what the problem was here. So as it went in, it got lodged, and you'd have to really move it around to get it out. For, detap for Decapitator, Celery. Cuts that celery yeah. and moves on. For Thrice Pick, it was two strikes to get through the first small one, four strikes to get through the larger one with the liquid, Two strikes to get through the second small one, but otherwise made fairly quick work of it. With Lifeline, he cuts the chickens, he cuts the fish, and he cuts through that rope. And then on yeah. Kill Shot, he only ends up getting through three of the six ratchet straps because on his first swing, he only got one. And so for his second swing to have to get five was, was a little too Pretty much. impossible. Yeah, you'd have to have a like lightsaber to be able to do that. Yeah. And we move on to our next contestant. All right. So moving on, we have Keith Hill, who was on episode one this season. Blacksmith, martial arts training experience, 20 years on SWAT, nine years with emergency service unit, and Forged in Fire winner. Mm. Episode one was the Forged in Fire episode. Yeah, he was All one the, the Forged in Fire all-stars. The plan is to charge in as hard and as fast as he can. It's the championship round, so they're going to throw everything at us, he says. So he brought the Kukri Machete Hybrid with an 18-inch blade. The strengths is that 
it's for dur it's durable and weaknesses it's got lack of speed. So for trifecta, it made it through all targets, uh, two swings through the rope. For box cutter, got through both boxes without much trouble. Decapitator goes for the celery and moves right through. Thrice pick, five strikes get through the large one with the liquid. Four and two strikes get through each of the small ones. And for lifeline, he got through all the obstacles there. For kill shot, he made it through and is the first competitor to do so on this episode. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. Do you want to say what his time was for this part? Or do you want to save it? You can save it. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. You can just say it. All right. Yeah. Two minutes and five seconds. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, that's Frick. insane. This dude blasted through the course like it was nothing. It's crazy. Dude's a killer. You, yeah, no problem. Then we have Zeke Manacho from episode two, blade designer and professional chef. Um, he's worried about everything, especially making all of his cuts and getting it to the end. Um, would love another shot at anything fruit-related. He had incurred three penalties on Decapitator last time. Mm. So this leads us to like, oh, now it's sudden death. He didn't get through any last time. Is he going to make it this time? (laughs) 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 Um, And he had the slowest time on Knife Fight compared to the other competitors today. He brought the Hooligan Cleaver with a 14-inch blade. The strength was designed for chopping. And the weakness is that it's a thin blade. That thing's badass looking. That is yeah. I kind of want one. I would love one of those things. Those are really cool. This is a great design. Yeah. For Trifecta, um, he made it through all the targets. One swing on the rope. Box cutter wasted a lot of time with the box spinning last time. This time moves through with not much difficulty. Decapitator goes for the celery and goes right through. Two says celery like salary oh. and Goldberg <laughs> makes a dad yeah. joke. He's not getting paid. What, are we paid? paying him? Yeah, who's he getting paid? Thrice big. <laughs> uh, two strikes to get through the larger one with the liquid. One for each of the small ones. So making quick work of thrice pick. Lifeline gets all the way through. As well as kill shot makes it all the way through. And so he is the second person to complete knife fight with a time of three minutes and 12 seconds. Still respectable right yeah. there. Yes. All right. So we move on to dead run. Two competitors finish the course. They move on to Dead Run. Keith versus Zeke. Dead Run had Gauntlet. So from inside the circle on the platform, you must cut all objects in half. And uh, if you look at the the platform, I don't know if it was always this small, but the circle was tiny yeah. that they had to stand in. It was really not much space. And you're really reaching. You're, you're reaching, and then you're getting hit with shit that's spinning <laughs> yes, around. Yeah. I'm like, this is ridiculous. How is that safe? That flying slami, I would not want to get hit in the <laughs> Dude, face. Dude, if you with that. if you take a swing and you knock it, now it's it's yeah, it's on a trajectory and it's just like flailing at too. you. Oh, the pipes, everything, yeah, the, the water bottle, yeah. everything about it. It was, it's that could hurt. <laughs> <laughs> then you move on to ball buster. This time you had to cut twelve balls. And they was varying in sizes. No. Some were much smaller. They were like this big. Little baby balls. And uh, you had to cut them before they hit the floor. Then you had flying target where you had to cut the rope, relief, release the different sized meat. 
there were two chickens and then something that looked like a chunk of beef in the center. We yeah. weren't sure. They only said chickens when they introduced it, but it didn't seem like that was chicken meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut the meat, grill the meat. If it bounces off, it is a penalty. Then you go to free fall. Cut the fruit as it falls. Fire and ice. Cut through the 400-pound ice block in two hacks right. to trigger the flames. For every hack past that two, that's a penalty. For number six in this course, the the uh, next obstacle is crash landing. Cut completely through the flying targets as they zip past you. Then cut the surprise objects that block your path. Then destroy the crate to release the contents. Was it really surprise objects? Like you could see them right there. <laughs> yeah, I right? don't like. I mean, I guess it's I mean, a surprise because they weren't there when you did them the first time. Right. The, but still, just the tubes. At the time, we didn't there know was, it was, was tubes it, until he yeah, got there. I guess. We're like, oh, it's okay. just tubes. Okay. And then firestorm. Cut the ropes to release the stairs. Climb the stairs and end it with one final chop. Penalties are twenty seconds, and you remember that the clock never stops in dead run. So Sean. Okay. Let's go through this one. So Keith is up first, and. Starts off with Gauntlet. They had a very few issues. Almost got attacked by some salamis and pipes and all sorts of whatnot. Uh, moved on without cutting one bottle. Yeah, he left without cutting one yeah. bottle. Yeah. Had some difficulty with reach and decided to move on rather than wait for it to get closer. Which, you know, I'm That's I'm good with that because you're waiting for these yeah. things to come around and you're just like. And then you have to do it right. Yeah, right, if yeah. you miss, and if you miss, you have to wait again. Yeah. Right. Moving on to Ball Buster, he starts out with a baseball swing. Uh, starts out problems when the balls kind of pile up on the deck mm-hmm. and incurred four penalties. Flying target, he missed the first chicken, so he got one penalty. On free fall, he had some trouble with the smaller melons and got four penalties. Moving on to fire and ice, he got through in two chops. Not surprised. That guy's a beast. Yeah. Crash landing, no problems on the zipping obstacles. Surprise objects are two plastic tubes to cut through before heading to the box. No problems there. And overall, only incurred 10 penalties. For it being a harder course, that's not bad. Not bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, I think it's almost average. Yeah. So, pretty good. And then we have Zeke. The final run to wrap up Let's season see. two. Um, for Gauntlet... He broke the apparatus on one of the tubes. He broke the apparatus. That's a penalty. It's a penalty. <laughs> and moved on without cutting all of the tubes. Um, two penalties. Ballbuster starts out well, has a hard time with the smaller ones and the red one. Six penalties. Flying target. Cut the rope of, I call the mystery meat, because I couldn't identify what that meat was. Pretty sure it's a hunk of beef. Um, and did not get enough of the second chicken. Like cut the wing off. Yeah, it's like a wing. Yeah, the wing flew by. <laughs> the, I love when they do the slow motion. It's just the the chicken like yeah. rotating. In yeah. Air. <laughs> um, and then free fall two penalties on the smaller melons. So not bad for free fall. No. Um, fire and ice got through in three chops, so he had one penalty. Um, no problems on crash landing. Thirteen penalties overall. Oh, okay. Thirteen versus ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And so, with all the penalties added, 
Zeke's time was seven minutes and 24 seconds. And Keith was five minutes and 39 seconds. Boom. Jesus. That's pretty impressive right there. So congratulations, Keith. Yay. Forced to fight and knife or death champion. Yeah, the only one. First one, yeah. Mm -hmm. We didn't do magic word counts this week. Or at least I didn't do magic word counts. Because it was hard to do notes and count all the times they said power and in half and angles. Everything was all screwed up with holidays and everything. Like We watched this originally last week. Yeah. So whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, well, no, it never mattered. It was just fun. It was just fun. <laughs> but, you know, it was the same amount of, I'm sure, in halves and powers and angles. Those are the That's main. a penalty. That's a penalty. <laughs> um, so congratulations, Keith. Follow him. I believe, I don't know what he goes by on Instagram, but if you search for like, BD McGee or something, <laughs> that's what he goes by. It's kind of weird. Yeah, um, Peter Bird explained that to us. I think you were talking to Oh, someone. of course. I missed all the good extra Sorry. information. No, I was getting good <laughs> interviews. It's fine. He knows yeah. what that was about, the whole yeah. BD McGee thing. Yeah, it's because of his time on SWAT. He doesn't want to be easily identified. Oh, that's right. Media. That's right. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Oh. Well, geez, no wonder why he didn't want to do an interview or didn't answer <laughs> me when I asked for an interview. But he's been on TV. That's true. What? He's a pretty recognizable guy. If you really want to hide your identity, don't go on TV shows. <laughs> this isn't like just one. No, it's just, never mind. Yeah, yeah his you're... third time on a show now, <laughs> and he's pretty high profile. He's, he's one champion. He's a winner. He's a champion <laughs> on both shows. So oh. Clearly, at the time, it was an identity thing. Then he just didn't change it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, congratulations on your win. Congratulations to Zeke on that runner-up position. Yeah. That was still a solid run. A couple minutes behind him, but still, for that <laughs> course, that's not bad at all. No. So, impressive. Hit us up with how much it costs to get one of those hooligan cleavers, because <laughs> Sean and I are interested. $1,000. So Teresa doesn't I'll, care, but uh, <laughs> it'll be okay if I, if I get one in the house somewhere. I'll have not to in keep... the house. Keep it outside. <laughs> <laughs> in your fort. Anyway, that was the episode season two season finale of Knife or Death. Thanks to everybody that competed on the show. It was a good season so far. We know that they shot a ton of episodes for season two. Whether or not it was going to be season two or season three, or if it was like an extended season two, as of right now, it seems like there's going to be a season three premiering next week. Come on. Next week. That's season three. No, that's ridiculous. But that's where we're going to get to see people like Dan Weston, Josh Weston's cousin, or Spicy Mike is going to have oh. his d- debut on Knife or Death. That's yeah, that's true. You know, three. they've been showing him in promos. Yeah, this whole time. This whole time. There. And he has okay, Come on. What are they doing over there in history? What, what are you guys up to? <laughs> what is this? You don't end a season and then next week start a new season. That's not how TV works. You don't watch enough of these shows. Chopped does it all the time. Chopped is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same dumb format with Chopped. Whoever's got the bigger sob story wins. Enough of that garbage. Oh, my gosh. How do you really feel, Sean? That's how I really feel. (laughs) That they're pretentious (laughs) judging and whatnot. Trash.
<laughs> and with that, that was the season finale. Thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Hey, we're like 820-something followers on That's Instagram That's pretty now. good. Like Jason Knight with our last week's release of his Tour de Forge episode. He gave us a little boost. Yep. Not going to lie. Jason Knight content gives you a boost. It does. People love yeah. Jason Knight, and we love him too. That's right. And so thank you for everybody that's followed us and been checking us out, liking our stuff, subscribing to our YouTube channel, liking our stuff on Facebook. Please continue to do so. Help build this channel. And maybe when we hit 900 followers, we'll announce a giveaway for our 1,000 followers. Oh, that's cool. That should be yeah. something we should think about. What would be a good giveaway for 1,000 followers? Some hot sauce. Maybe some hot sauce. Cool cleaver. A hooligan cleaver. Well, I don't know I if don't I'd want to give that, that away. Uh, I think that'd be a little too special. So. Although we do have some possible bladesmiths that have mentioned giving us some things to raffle off or, or okay. give away as part of our thousand follower uh, giveaway. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe a season of Chopped on DVD. I don't. I'm not gonna buy Chopped on DVD. They can't be that expensive. <laughs> Thank you for watching. <laughs> Let's end it on that before Sean goes off on another chopped rant. That's the episode. We'll catch you in season three. Bye-bye. Yeah, next week. <laughs>